Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. I am so happy to be back this week. Um, I took a few weeks off from the podcast because I had a lot of stuff going on at home. Uh, thought my son had COVID. It was a whole thing. He didn't, thank goodness. Um, and then we had to, unfortunately, put my 14-year-old uh, beagle down. Um, so that was a really hard, that was a hard few weeks. Um, so if any of you guys have ever had to do that or have lost a pet, you kind of know that sting and that process of grieving that you kind of go through. Um, but I'm back. And today I am really inspired by this topic It was actually inspired by a quote that I read uh, from Nathan Berry. And if you don't know who Nathan Berry is, he's one of the um, guys behind ConvertKit, which is the email marketing service. Um, I've seen him speak multiple times, and I'm always really inspired when he speaks because I feel like of all the people that I sort of meet in the world of marketing, um, he is just in alignment in so many in so many ways with the way that I see our businesses and the way they run them. And it's always honestly it's very validating for me to be in his talks because what he talks about is the same kind of things that I am always reiterating to you guys. So it's always nice to have um, somebody who is super duper successful in some area of business that maybe, you know, I'm not a successful um, app builder or like software builder, but to hear, you know, him be able to validate so many of the things that I also believe about online business and have experienced online business is so encouraging. And so one of the quotes that I read recently by him um, that really is inspiring this podcast today was endure long enough to get noticed. I'm going to say that one more time. Endure long enough to get noticed. And if you listen to this podcast, you know that I teach, you know, some educational aspects, but a majority of this podcast is really geared towards just keeping you guys going, helping you build endurance for the journey that is creating these blog-based businesses. And my hope is that every week when you get a chance to listen to an episode or you re-listen to an old episode, like there's something about that episode that fires you up again and says, and helps you say like, I can do this, like hands down, I can do this. And this quote was just so perfect. Like I had to like highlight it and underline it and circle it. And I could not wait to make this podcast to be able to share this with you. But the concept of just enduring long enough to get noticed is not something that everybody does in our industry, because there's so many of those get rich quick success stories that are touted constantly, that when you aren't one, you assume you're a failure and you're not. Because so much of business, whether it's online or even brick and mortar businesses, there's a there's a season that you're going to have to endure during growth. Um, and right now we've got like the Olympics going on and all that kind of stuff. I go to my parents' house and we watch the Olympics and Uh, Just seeing these people perform, you know, it makes me think about being an athlete as a young person. Obviously, I did not compete in any Olympics. Well, maybe not obviously. You probably don't know anything about whether I competed in the Olympics, but I didn't. (laughs) That whole concept um, and then reading that quote made me 
think about endurance athletes because I can remember when I was a young adult or young person in high school. Um, I was playing basketball, but I wasn't that great. Like I can remember, you know, and I've, I've told these stories before, like I had to try real hard. Like I wasn't really naturally gifted at basketball and, but I loved playing the game. Like I really enjoyed it, even though I wasn't the best at it, but I can remember that in between pretty much in between, like, I think my freshman year and my sophomore year, my dad had gotten into running 5Ks. And so he was like, hey, it's the summer, you know, basketball season's coming. Maybe we should run. And I was like, okay, you know, I got out there. I could only run a mile. And then my dad was like, you know, Kim, if you can do one mile, you can do two miles. And I was like, maybe, right? So I was like, okay, I won't stop tomorrow. So the next day I ran two miles and I was like, oh my gosh, I did two. And then my dad runs by and he's like, you know, if you can do two miles, you can do three. And I'm like, shut up, dude. Like, no way. There's no way I can do three. And sure enough, like within a few weeks, I was running three miles and it wasn't a big deal. And that was when I really started to realize that I really enjoyed endurance activities. So uh, after that summer, like I went and I tried out for cross country and I was probably an average sized teenager, but I wasn't that fast. You know, like when I would get into those meets and stuff for cross country, like for me, I was out there just to get the job done. Like I was out there just to run and have a good time. Um, and I knew that there was a very low likelihood of me ever crossing first or second or third in any of those races because, you know, there were genuine running athletes that were out there and not people that were out there for funsies. Right. Um, but it was really interesting, like this whole concept of like endurance athletics and me having done endurance running. That is really, really fascinating because that journey of learning endurance running was really pivotal for me in a lot of ways because when basketball tryouts came that fall after I ran cross country, I was used to running three plus miles a day. And so when I was at tryouts and they're like, hey guys, we need to run the mile, I was like, the mile? what? Like, okay, let me just knock this out real quick. Where before the mile used to be this like epic, terrible, like weight on me. And that day that I sat down on that track and I ran that mile, I ran it as hard as I could because if I could do three miles and I was pacing myself, one mile was nothing. And the glorious feeling that I felt that day when I crossed that finish line second of all of those players was one of the most epic life feelings I've ever had. And it was because that mile didn't scare me because I'd been doing three. That was nothing in comparison to what I'd been doing. And that leads me to talk about today's topic. So when I was thinking about endurance athletes, I started doing some research, right? And I know you're going to be like, we're not endurance athletes, we're bloggers, but there's a lot of great analogies. And I love a good analogy. So we're going to dig into some great analogies. Um, I found this article on a website called Train Right written by Chris Carmichael, and he is the founder and head coach of CTS. And so I'm going to just quote him a few times throughout this discussion. But one of the things that he starts talking about in this article is that as part of being an endurance athlete, you really have to develop toughness is the word that he uses. And he talks about it from this perspective. He says, your ability to absorb abuse and handle adversity all while staying focused on your goal and keeping a level head. That is toughness. So the definition of toughness is your ability to absorb abuse and handle adversity all while staying focused on your goal and keeping a level head. I just think that's really powerful for a lot of us to sort of absorb 
and ask ourselves when it comes to our blog-based businesses, like how, how often are we able to absorb abuse? When we say abuse, um, you know, from an athletic perspective, that means like, you know, pushing your body to do things. But when it comes to blogging, it might mean pushing your brain to do things or pushing your confidence level or pushing, you know, pushing beyond your comfort zone with your business and being able to handle adversity. So anything that comes your way. Um, So many of us who are in this business and in this community that I have, a lot of them are people who are handling adversity through the perspective of caring for an aging parent, um, you know, caring for children, caring for children with some sort of disability. Uh, It could be um, working a full-time career, but needing just some sort of creative outlet or side hustle on the side for themselves. Like there's a lot of adversity that really stands in the way of a lot of us being successful because for most of us, it's not like we just wake up every morning and get this beautiful opportunity to blog 40 hours a week. Like there's other things going on in our life that a lot of us are juggling or managing or handling. And part of that that he talks about is being able to absorb that stuff and handle the adversity that comes your way while staying focused on your goal. And I think it's important to understand what your goal is. And again, I always tell you guys, don't make your goal somebody else's goal. Like, what is your goal? Why are you doing this? You know, I tell my story about, you know, when I started blogging, my goal was that I wanted my husband to be able to quit his job so that he could have more life flexibility um, and less stressful commute and make some different decisions if that's what he wanted to do. That was the goal that drove me, but that's not a, that's not necessarily a goal that everybody has. Not everybody's spouse is in that situation. People have spouses who love their jobs and are never going to leave their careers. And there are people who blog who love their jobs and are never going to leave their careers. Um, but if your goal is like, you know, I'd like to have two grand a month in side hustle income so that I can go on more vacations or so that I can pay off my debt or so that I can do whatever, your goal is going to be different than everybody else's. But you've got to be able to have that goal in your mind and keep a level head. And I think that that last part about keeping a level head is really where most people go awry because there's so much <laughs> distraction. There is so much comparison. There is so much over information out there at times um, to the point where it can be very difficult for us to keep a level head. If the people around you in your life don't really believe in your goal or, you know, understand what you're doing, that can contribute to you being able to keep a level head if people are constantly questioning whether you should be doing what you're doing or if you're crazy for doing this or if it's a big waste of time. Like there's all these things that come in. And the question is, how are you going to work on your ability to absorb abuse and handle adversity all while staying focused on your goal and keeping a level head? Something to think about. So next in this article, he mentions that one of the things that makes endurance athletes successful, he says it like this. You also have to develop your toughness by proactively exposing yourself to discomfort or uncertainty. And so one example that he uses when he's talking about this, when it comes to athletes is that, for example, for them, it means maybe they're going to be eating whatever's available rather than stressing out over a perfect nutrition plan. And you might be like, Kim, what does that have to do with blogging? Okay, let's take a step back. How many times 
Have you said, okay, I've got my editorial calendar in place. I know exactly what I'm going to do this week and I'm going to stick to this plan like clockwork. And then everything happens. Like for me, two weeks ago, I mean, I had all these plans of all these things that I was going to do. I had my checklist ready to go. Woke up, my son had a fever. Can't send to grandma's. Can't go to summer camp. Now I can't send the twins anywhere because I don't know if he's got COVID or not, right? And it would have been easy for me to just freak out and shut down or whatever. But instead, like I just did what I could do in the margin of the time that I had with my kids. And so many bloggers, I feel like they really do struggle in this area of perfection. Um, And that's another topic for another day because it deserves its own podcast episode. Um, It's probably going to be the next one. Him saying that, you know, it basically means that these athletes, the people who endure, the people who are successful, the people who can do this, and get through these races and whatever. It doesn't mean they initially win, but just getting through these things they've set their mind to do, realize that like they can be flexible and no matter what life kind of sends their way, they're able to say, okay, like I may not be able to get my perfect smoothie, balanced smoothie with all of my nutrition in it, but I gotta eat because that's what it takes for me to be able to perform in this thing. So I'm gonna eat whatever is available and get these calories and get this protein or whatever I can get with whatever is available. And that is a huge part of you guys being successful at blogging is being able to say, life is going to throw some crap my way. And for some of you guys, it may be completely impossible for you to have a perfect plan, have a perfect schedule or anything along those lines. And it may be that you need to set goals for yourself and look at those goals on a daily basis and say, what is one thing? that I could do today that's going to get me closer to that goal. Even if you do away with every checklist that you've got and you just look at your list of two to three goals and say, okay, my goal is to publish a post this week. So what do I got to do? Do I got to sit down for the next 10 minute break that I have and crank out a paragraph? Do I need to sit down for the next 10 minutes and edit a photo? What can I do despite the fact that I do not have the perfect schedule that I thought I was going to have? or whatever it may be, to just move the ball forward. And that practice is really important of just, you know, of being able to expose yourself to discomfort. So that means that, you know, for me, it means that like when I have those situations where I have to stay at home with the kids, like 2020, totally different world, right? In that environment, I was exposed to quite a bit of discomfort. I, if I was going to work on my blog, I had to work on my blog with my kids fighting in the background, with my kids like raiding the refrigerator, with my kids destroying their rooms, like all of these things were going on. I needed to do laundry. I needed to clean. I needed to do all these things, but I had to choose to expose myself to those discomforts and in the midst of those discomforts, still do what I needed to do in the time that I had to do it without beating myself up about not being able to do it perfectly. And if that's anything that you guys walk away from today's episode with, it's, it's a good idea to positively expose yourself to discomfort. And some ways that you might be able to like proactively do that is like, when you are sitting somewhere, like if you're sitting there and your kids um, in a dance room or, you know, they're at basketball camp or practice or whatever, sitting on a bleacher outside may not be your ideal blogging environment, but maybe you should practice blogging in those environments. Maybe you should practice blogging in environments that are highly distracted and being okay that you get interrupted every once in a while. 
Like being able to build up your toughness to be able to do these kind of things in the margins of your life is not a bad thing. And being proactive about it and practicing it can really help you because I just know too many people who need everything to be perfect before they can move on with working. But if that's all you ever practice is your environment, your desk, your living room, your kitchen table has to be perfect before you can dig in, you're never going to make the progress that you're looking for. So I encourage you guys, practice blogging in the midst of your imperfect life. Practice blogging with interruptions. Practice podcasting in your closet if you need to when your kids are home. I mean, that's something that I've got to learn to do is like, okay, I want to get a podcast out and this environment may not be perfect, but I can go sit myself, you know, in my car, uh, in the garage or whatever and record this podcast in the quiet if I want to, or I can record this podcast with my kids screaming in the background. It's up to me. But either way, I can practice in discomfort. So that's just a really good point. Um, I felt like from that article that I think we can also apply to ourselves. Another great point um, that I was thinking of as I was making the show notes is, you know, when I was running cross country, I really enjoyed that sport. And I think part of it was because I knew that my performance and my ability to do well was really about me. There were definitely people who would run in packs and things like that um, in cross country. But my school just wasn't like that. Like we just had so many different people at different skill levels, you know, that we all just kind of finished when we finished. And I really enjoyed that because I was able to set my own pace. I was able to recognize that like my ability to be successful was really on me and what I decided to do week by week. And there were weeks that I pushed harder and there were weeks that I accepted that I wasn't feeling, you know, as well or, um, you know, I was having a rough week and I just gave myself those those meets or those races just to like chill out. And I knew that wasn't going to be my best. Um, but that's OK, because it's on me. And blogging is like that, like your ability to succeed fast or slow is about you and how fast you want to go, how fast you can go how much time you're able to put into it, how much you're able to put into it when you are uncomfortable or when you're in discomfort and the conditions aren't perfect. So it's really all about you and you being able to get out of your own head and make this happen because nobody can do it for you. Nobody could run those races for me. Another really important thing that I think can help people when it comes to blogging um, that's also important sometimes in endurance racing is a pacer. So I can remember one of my first years of running, I was really trying to work on kind of improving myself and challenging myself and stuff like that. And so I had a friend that year who was running, um, who was on the varsity basketball team and I was on the JV team and we got to run cross country the season before that season started and we became really good friends, but she ran a lot faster than me. Like she was a fast person, even though it was easy for me to be like, Oh, I don't know why I'm not as fast as her. I started using her as a pacer. So we would start the race and I would try to keep up with her. And then I'd realize, you know, I'm not going to be able to maintain this the whole time, but as long as I could kind of see her ahead of me, it was kind of how I learned to pace myself. And some people might say, well, that sounds like you're comparing yourself and it's not. It was just me saying, Hey, this person is going at a speed that might be a little bit ahead of where I am, but at least it challenges me and helps me not stay complacent with where I'm at. And every time that I have a pacer, I would speed up my time, um, for completing the race. And 
for some of you guys uh, who are trying to do this, you may need to get a pacer. Now, a pacer can be a peer, um, but sometimes peer-to-peer pacing can be problematic because if you're a person who does struggle with comparison and your peer starts to get too far ahead of you, you're going to start to compare yourself and feel bad. So for some people, that doesn't always equal motivation. Um, But having a mentor, having a coach, having someone like that to be a pacer can be helpful uh, because they can help you push yourself just a little bit harder than you might push yourself if you were trying to do it on your own. You know, I have my mastermind groups that I run every six months. And my goal in those groups is to try to push people just a bit out of their comfort zone. The people who, you know, want to be pushed harder than that, I'll do that. But the majority of people just need to be pushed just enough to do more than what they would have done without somebody else's help. Um, So a pacer for some of you guys might be great. Uh, And that may come in the form of a peer. Um, That could come in the form of a mastermind group. It could come in the form of a coach. Um, But those are just things you may want to think about. Um, And the only time that that is going to be a bad thing for you when it comes to peers is if you have real struggles with comparison. And you will know that about yourself. If that's the case, peer-to-peer may not be the ideal scenario for you. And last... The thing that I loved for me about endurance, doing endurance sports was that I got to define my own victory. And I want to encourage you guys that in this endurance race that we're in for most of us for building these blog based business that you really need to decide what is victory for you. And it doesn't have to be necessarily your ultimate victory, like you should know what your ultimate goal is. But you get to define your own victories along the way. Um, for me, one of my first victories was seeing five cents in AdSense. And people may be like, oh my God, Kim, it's a nickel. Like that's not even any money. But in my world, that was proof that this stuff that I was doing generates income. Even if it was five cents, like there was five cents in there that wasn't there before. And it was these little little wins along the way, these little victories. And as long as I got to celebrate those small victories, it kept me motivated to keep going on to the bigger and bigger ones. And so I want to encourage you guys like along your journey, when you have victories, big or small, whatever they are, take a moment to celebrate them, take a moment to share them, own them, and really don't let any other person steal them from you because of comparison. I mean, I've had discussions with people who worked years and years you know, to get to a point where they were making four figures in a month on their blogs. And then they got to where they're having a five figure month. That is ridiculously successful, right? Like to be able to have a five figure month. And so many people that I know, because there's all the success stories that set a bar so much higher, when they get to those places, they can't even enjoy it. And they can't even like recognize the fact that they're successful, because they feel like there's a different bar that's been set for what is success. And so, um, As far as I'm concerned, like so much about blogging is about endurance. It's like an endurance sport. And, you know, there's going to be people who are going to be first, second, and third place. Like they're going to crush it. They're going to make millions. They're going to do all these things. And most of us are not going to be those people, but we still are running the race. We're still doing this. There's a reason that we're doing it. We enjoy it. We get Um, satisfaction out of it. We get contentment out of this. You know, we can generate wealth from it. The ability to move our lives forward um, and a feeling like we have a successful business is something that we value. You know, as you're watching these Olympics and seeing all these things, I want to encourage you to just remember that your goal in your blog-based business 
is to endure long enough to get noticed. And when you do, the momentum comes and it all follows. And just to recap, endurance athletes have an ability to absorb abuse and handle adversity, all while staying focused on their goal and keeping a level head. Endurance athletes have to develop toughness by proactively exposing themselves to discomfort or uncertainty. And I'm just really glad that I found that article um, from Chris Carmichael and was able to share that with you from the trainright.com website, some of those quotes. I think they're just super helpful and they're really important things for us to remember as we go through this journey. So I want to encourage you guys today that you got this. It's all on you. You're running this race alone to some degree. You can have community. You can have your pacers. You can have your cheerleaders. But ultimately, this is about your ability to push through and for your ability to recognize that it is never going to be perfect. You will never have the perfect schedule, the perfect routine, the perfect, you know, uh, editorial calendar, all these things, because... Life is not that straightforward and not that simple for most of us who are trying to do this in the margins of our everyday life. So my final question to you is, are you ready for an endurance reset? You see, when I got through recording this episode, I really started thinking about, you know, how can I help people not just hear this episode, but also do some important mindset work in association with this episode, because I think it's going to be really impactful for a lot of people, even though these concepts are fairly simple and it's just this like sports analogy, like some of you guys do have some work to do in the area of mindset related to blogging and endurance. And if that's you, I want to let you know that you can go to kimandersonconsulting.com forward slash reset. And there I have put a new tool uh, that's free. That's called the blog based business endurance reset. So If you have a blog-based business, if you're struggling on the endurance side of things and you could really use a reset, this is a five-page PDF printable workbook that is going to just ask you some really specific questions related to the things that we talked about today and get you to really dig deep into some of the things that may be you know, hindering your ability to endure at times or anything that might be standing in your way of being able to keep your head down and just keep going. So thank you guys so much for listening today. If you need that resource again, it's over at kimandersonconsulting.com forward slash reset. It's free. Uh, you can go there, you can download it, you can get to work on it. Um, even if you have to like hide out in the bathroom or hide out in your closet to get it done. (laughs) Um, But I think for some of you guys, it's going to be a really important moment in your blogging journey to have that endurance reset. And for those of you guys who don't get the download, but you've really gotten a lot out of the episode, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in with each episode. Um, Thank you for binging old episodes, which is what so many people uh, email me to tell me. So I thank you and appreciate your time. I appreciate that you um, invite me on this journey with you. And whatever you do this week, however you feel, I want to encourage you to just keep blogging. 